the one you want to show us Spirit of 
my God, Father, let us not be destroyed. Let us not be dull in our business. Let us not be dull in our business. Let us not be dull in our business. that which you are saying around us. Let us not be dull in our It will not be said that we walked away from you. In the season of transition, it will not be said that our convictions, Father, we let go of them. In this season of transition, it will not be said that we did not hear you or we did not see you. In this season of transition, it will not be said of us that we were slighted, Father. God, Father, give us the spirit of understanding. Give us the spirit of understanding, God. Let us be one with it in this season. Let us be one with it in this season. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 I think it was very powerful what um, Baya spoke about being able to see and how, again, as we're praying, we, we translated it to the um, spirit of understanding. And this was in Joshua 3. Now, if you move on to Joshua 4, um, Joshua also addresses another part of, you know, another, another thing that the Israelites have to watch out for in their um, season of transition, like I said, because the whole purpose of um, moving from the Jordan into Gilgal and into the promised and take, uh, shows, you know, a new season in the lives of the children of Israel where they had seen that, you know what, there is a path that our fathers took. There is a way that they dealt with God and they did not pay them. How about we try something new? And so that season was a season of consecration. That season was a season of, you know, newness and it represented a new generation because this was not the same generation that came out um, from, the, from the land of Egypt that even started the journey upon the wilderness. So it was, a, it, was a, it was a season where the children of Israel like were trying different things. So at that point in time, whatever it is that was left giving to them as a commandment wasn't necessarily new. It had been said even from previous generation. But we noticed that even Moses 
um, even Moses and, you know, even until the time of Joshua, they kept on betraying those words because they were trying to see how do we fully take in these words? How do we fully, you know, um, carefully uh, um, understand these words? How do we carefully apply this word? So at every junction, something was always happening and they always had to be in a place of um, um, trying to understand, a place of carefulness, a place of um, considering the words of God. And so I'm just going to read um, Joshua 4. It says, and it came to pass. It says, when all the people were clean, it passed over Jordan and the Lord spoke unto Joshua saying, so even in this season of transition, like I said, one of the biggest thing that, you know, they had to consider was consecration. And I know we've prayed about this before. We've talked about this and it was as though, you know, Joshua also, or God also was trying to um, lay emphasis on um, consecration during your season of transition you cannot you know be be, be be trying to sense what the spirit of the lord is saying or trying to gauge the intensity of the words that the lord has given you and you yourself you don't position yourself in the place of consecration what does consecration looks like consecration looks like you know taking a fast consecration looks like being um praying all the time but prayer not necessarily with your mouth yes you pray with your mouth and you're always in the position of prayer but i also realized that Prayer is also um, is a stance or a position. The Abacut says, I will stand upon my watchtower to see what the Lord is saying unto me. Prayer in itself is a position of searching for God in all things. It is literally hearing people talk to you about even the most mundane thing. And then you're trying to say, Spirit of God, where are you in all of this? It is seeing a picture. It is watching a movie and you are looking for God, actively looking for God. One of the people who represented this um, actively looking for God was in the book of 1 Kings 19 and it was Elijah in the place of the cave where then, you know, the fire came, the wind came, the earthquake came, and he could not find God in all of these elements. And mind you, in previous times, you know, especially through the fire, God had showed himself in that elements before. So it was quick. Um, it would have been quick for um Elijah to say, you know what, God is here. But because his spirit was in that place in the position of prayer and the position of searching out, he could sense that the spirit of God was not in any of these elements. So that's what it means to be consecrated in this season, searching out God in whatever manner or whatever way is available to you. And it says when it says in verse 12, uh, verse 2, it says take up 12 men out of the out of the people out of the tribe. Amen. And command them, saying, take you ends out of the midst of Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, 12 stones, and ye shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you shall lodge this night. So take up um, um, the, this rock and lay it upon your shoulders, every tribe represented, and take it to the place where you are lodging today. And it says, then Joshua called the 12 men whom he had prepared to um, for, of the children of Israel out of the tribe of him out of the tribe a man and Joshua said unto them pass over the ark of the of the Lord your God into the midst of Jordan and take up every man of take, take up every man of you a stone upon his shoulders according to the numbers of the tribe of the children of Israel that this may be a sign amongst you that your children will ask their father in the time to come saying what mean ye by these stones ye shall answer them that the waters of Jordan's were cut before the ark of the covenant of the Lord when he passed down over Jordan the waters of Jordan were cut off and this stone shall be a memorial unto unto the children of Israel forever and it says and the children of Israel did so as Joshua commanded and took up 12 stones out of the midst of Jordan as the Lord spake unto Joshua according to the numbers of the tribe of the children of Israel and carried them over with them unto the place where they lost and 
laid them down there. And Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of Jordan, <clears throat> in the place where the feet of the priests, which bear the ark of the covenant, stood. And they, and they are dead till this day. It says, for the priests which bear the ark, stood in the midst of the Jordan until the very thing was finished that the Lord had commanded Joshua to speak unto the people according to all that Moses had commanded Joshua. Again, that reiteration of according to, you know, he spoke and then Moses also, according to what Moses had spoken and the people had um, eaten and passed over. And it came to pass when all the people were clean, passed over the ark of the Lord. Um, so all the people were clean, passed over, that the ark of the Lord passed over and the priest in the presence of the people, praise God. I'm just going to stop there and then we will come back to verse 11. So Joshua tells the people that out of you, every tribe, um, a man is to be represented and they are to take upon themselves these um, stones and they place it on their shoulders and they are to pass over with this um, stone. And it will be a memorial, you know, because when they were asked, what does this stone represent? You will say unto your children and your children's children that the waters were caught before us. See, the Bible says that they set up those stones as memorial. When memorials are kept, it is a sign of an event that had happened. It is a record, basically. It is like you taking up your journal and you know God saying something or doing something for you and you take to record it. That's what a memorial represents. And it says they kept it there. And it says, every time you are asked, teach a person and say, this is the covenant of the Lord towards us. And it is so funny that... Um, you know, Jesus was speaking about these same stones many years later, centuries later. And he says, he says, you know, that scripture that talks about, I think it's in the book of Matthew. Um, let me quickly find that. Uh, one second. I want to read out that scripture in particular. It's my safari. Um, Please, if you're able to get the scripture before I do, let me know. Mm -hmm. It was in the book of Matthew 3, verse 9. It says, and do not think that you, that you can say to yourself, we have Abraham as our fathers. I tell you that these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. At the point when Jesus was speaking to this man. Jesus was also making a reference to the stones that were laid up, you know, because those stones represent witnesses who have seen the power of God and they believed God because of all that he had done in that time. And he says, don't, don't gloat over the fact that you have a lineage that is in Abraham. He says, God is able to work creative miracles. So much so that these witnesses that stood in the place of transition, these witnesses that stood at Jordan, he can raise them again to proclaim his goodness. That's what the spirit, that's what Jesus was trying to say. Not necessarily just any other stones, but these stones. And why do these stones matter? He says, when your children were asked, he said, say to them, this is what the Lord has done. So Via was praying and she was saying, God lift up our eyes. Now I have realized that one of the ways where God preserves a generation, it is through the words that he has spoken. But he goes on to say, for you not to forget this words, he says, repeat them as much as you can. He says, teach them as much as you can see, because I tell you that those men that are teaching their children what those stones represent, it is not just for the next generation, but it is also for them. If you go to the book of Deuteronomy 9, 
verse 20, um, verse, um, I think um, Deuteronomy 4, verse 9, when Moses was about to depart to the children of Israel, the thing he kept on doing was to teach the children of Israel. And he kept on reiterating the words that he has spoken from the beginning of his ministry. And he says, these words that I speak to you, because you're about to cross over, I will not cross over with you, you know, but for you not to forget these words, he gave them a mechanism. He said, teach them to your children and your great and your grandchildren. So he says, teach them to your to the generations after and the generation after. So you may not necessarily be the one teaching the generation after um, after the first generation, but set up mechanism through which through which they too can learn this word. And it says, even by doing that, what is happening to you is that you are getting to repeat the words of the Lord. So it is like you are meditating literally on the words of God at every time when you speak of the words of God. So it is one thing to hear during the season of this, uh, this is one thing to see during the season of transition. It is another to hear during the season of transition. Then there is another that has to happen. You have to teach those words. You have to repeat those words. Moses was actually telling them, be careful not to forget. And then let me tell you how not to forget, speak this words. It is no wonder the children of Israel, you will see them buying, you know, the words of God to them, to their household. It is no wonder even till these days, they have like rabbinic schools where they take their children through these same words that Moses had spoken centuries past. So we're going to be praying now. And we're going to be asking the Lord, you know, for this mechanism not to forget for this stance not to forget his word, because even God realizes the danger. The previous generation heard the words of God, but they forgot. They were flimsy with the word. What the word, what, what that ability to take in the word or that teaching also does for you is that he builds up confidence and he builds up conviction in your heart for the word of God. Because the truth is the word of God sometimes almost seems like an impossibility in your life, but God is saying it nonetheless. How do you activate those words in your life? It is through those convictions. And he's saying that one of the ways to bring build conviction within you is to keep speaking those words, you know, and for you to speak those words, you must have heard those words in the first instance. So we're going to be praying. I think this, um, today's prayer rate is really touching on the senses you know, through which God reaches out to us. We've prayed about the ear, the, the, the eyes. Now we're going to be praying about our ears. It says, my sheep yet um, hear my voice. So God is always speaking. It is your ability to hear. And it is in the hearing that you follow through. And it is so funny that it is in the season of transition that God is deliberate about building your senses so that when you get to the place of your promise and when it seems as though you have a structure and a system that is working, you will not forget how you used to reach out to God through your senses, through seeing him and through hearing him. And so that's what we're going to be building up in prayer this morning. So let's just begin to pray. This is all we are praying for that God will build up our senses. And there may be some of you here that, you know, there are different ways through which you hear God. It is not just limited to your ears, by the way, through different ways which you hear God. You're going to ask that God will emphasize on those means and even increase your capacity to be able to hear him. We're going to be praying that this season, we will not be dull of hearing in the name of Jesus. There will never come a time where we will hear the voice of God and we will not hasten to obey and we will not hasten to move. We will not be like the children of Israel upon Mansana when they heard the voice of the Lord and they said, 
no more. We do not want to hear it because there was nothing within them that had the ability to receive the commandments of God. But we're going to be praying for ourselves that Jesus in this time will cause us to be like true sheep. That Father, in the name of Jesus, please, if you can unmute your mic, we're leaving here in a few minutes. If you can unmute your mic and just pray, truly pray for yourself, truly pray for your senses. At the end of the day, this is what we have gathered for. At the end of the day, this is the essence of our Christianity that we can be known of God and that we can know. God. Father, in the name of Jesus, pray for everything within you. God, let everything within us receive capacity to receive you. Receive capacity to hear you. I pray for myself to be declared my God. I am one who is like a sponge to your voice. I am the one who is like a sponge to the things that you see. In the name of Jesus, I pray for a sharpening in my spirit right now. Let there be a sharpening in my hearing. Let everybody <laughs> Father, 
I pray that we do this, but we are able to take a moment to receive it, God. Take the moment And so, Father, we pray for our senses today. We pray, Father, that there will be a quickening right now in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, that the spirit of the living God will wash over us and you will perform, Father, like a trust surgery, taking away the debris and taking away all that is not able that is not able to give us that capacity to receive you through your voice, oh God. Father, we pray that you will wash us with your spirit in this season, oh God. Every time the children of Israel came to a monumental period in their lives, the Bible, the Bible records that Moses, Joshua, they will rise up and they will begin to teach the words of God again to the children of Israel. Not because they hadn't heard it, but because they had to come into a place where it became a culture. They had to come into a place where it became the very lifeblood of these men. They had to come into a place where it became second nature to them. Father, we pray for that, that season over us, oh God, that you will begin to speak, oh God, and as your words will come, Father, it will massage even our bodies, it will massage our souls and even our spirit. It will begin to create pathways, oh God, for you to walk through in the name of Jesus. We pray that this words will cleanse us. We pray that this words will build us up. We pray that this words will even go as far as establishing us in you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we bless you. We bless you we bless you we bless you we bless you for our lives we bless you for the intentionality of your of your ways and of your word in us we bless you oh god for the mechanisms and for the platforms that you have set up that we may be built up we bless you and so father we just pray that we will not reject this words there will be nothing within us that is able to reject your words there will be nothing left within us that is able to turn away from us father we will not be carnal in our thinking because carnality cannot take on spirit father we pray oh god that you would help us over to be centered and to be uh, uh, minded towards you and your words in this season oh god for in jesus mighty name we have declared amen 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 amen, amen. thank you everybody good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you may be um thank you for joining us this morning we continue prayer ring tomorrow remember this is come yoga and we are going through um, the transitioning of the children of Israel during those periods and we're just taking whatever wisdom God is giving us in this season and we're applying it daily consciously applying it daily I ask you not to stop in prayers this morning you know if something hits you if there's a prayer point you feel like the Holy Spirit will have you press on through the course of the day take out time actually take out time speak this words to yourself pray over yourself and you know just ask the Holy Spirit to direct your path um, in this season so that you can arrive to the promise he has given you um, I pray that your day is blessed and I thank you also for joining us all the time. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And please invite someone to join us during this prayers if you can. Enjoy your day, everyone. Um, enjoy thank your you day. so much. Thank yes. you so much, Pastor Linda. Yes. Amen. 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 God bless you.